Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Sam. The SLB alongside me today is the man behind the Twitter, the other half is Operation Vince Man Voice of Reason, Scott, as well as the best book machine, Mr. Zach. We are coming to you from above the ring, Ship It Studios, premier wrestling podcast covering all things AEW, WWE, Worldwide. Coming to you, WrestleMania weekend, Turner time, baby. I'm looking forward to this weekend. We got a busy, busy weekend ahead of us. We're not sleeping. We got the caffeine IV drips in. Guys, how are we feeling about this weekend? Oh, my God. I cannot wait. Things are just going to be absolutely batshit crazy. By the time this comes out, five different things will be happening or have happened on Friday night. Five things pretty much all around the same time. Smackdown. We got uh, Impact's multiverse of wrestling matches. We've got uh, the Hall of Fame. We've got Rampage. And we've got ROH's Super Card of Honor. So much wrestling. And that just, that's that's not even the weekend. Saturday, we got NXT Stand and Deliver, WrestleMania Night 1, and then WrestleMania Night 2 on Sunday. It's just, oh my God, so much wrestling. And then this next week, oh, just, yeah. Just put it in my veins. Put it in my veins. <laughs> Scott, it, fa- it sounds like you're feeling stupendous, if I can put it in one word. <laughs> yes. Uh, you, you, I, I can't even tell you guys how often now I say stupendous, and I hate myself for it. But it doesn't matter now. It's just like, well, I got to say it at least once or twice a day because... It's stupendous. You're just dropping that at work. Like, man, that meeting sure was stupendous, wasn't it? Yeah. And of course, the majority of my coworkers are just like, what? Huh? But all the wrestling fans are all like, ah, ah, okay, I see what you're doing. <laughs> I recall being around when WrestleMania 20 was going on. And I was, uh, I think, middle school at that point. A lot of my friends... Even even it could go with my music taste and whatnot, but a lot of my friends didn't watch wrestling. They had gone, you know, didn't watch anymore. Or they never cared for it, whatnot. And me and my brothers, we were really, really into it, except for Andrew, of course, you know, uh, the one how, who Scott and I met through. And now I do this. And again, most of my friends who don't watch wrestling look at me like I have 10 heads. And I'm like, guys, busiest weekend of the year. And they're like, that's cool. Awesome. Sweet. <laughs> But we do have a busy weekend. Uh, like Scott said, by the time this podcast drops, there will be, have been five different things. We will cover those in different shows. Um, Scott's Raw Review and NXT Narratives have go-home shows. I don't know. Scott, were you doing a... I will be doing a SmackDown study as well. So, okay, so it's... If you listen to this, this will have dropped already. Yep. This is some weird, like, Back to the Future, you know, <laughs> time, time thing going on. Well, we have done one. By the time you listen, he's like, yeah, jackass, you did record one. So we have three shows we're going to talk about here. Really, We're going to go through the first one really quickly. Then we'll go through nights one and two of Mania. First and foremost, we want to talk about NXT Stand and Deliver. Mm. The first NXT pay-per-view. Sorry, what do they call them now? Premier events? Uh, Yes, the the premier live events. Mm. Um. Since Triple H and William Regal have dropped, um, I'll go through this card quickly. Uh, so we got the pre-show toxic attraction is taking on Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai for the women's tag belts. Carmelo Hayes is defending the North American title against Santos Escobar. Solo Sequoia 
correct me if I'm wrong, Scott. No, I'm right. Grayson right. Waller, Cameron Grimes, Tommaso Ciampa taking on Tony D'Angelo. Fatal Fury for the women's title, Mandy Rose, Cora Jade, Io Shirai, and Kaylee Ray. Triple threat for the NXT tag titles, Imperium, the Creed Brothers, and MSK. LA Knight taking on Gunther. I'll say Walter because that's his rightful name. And then the main event, Braun Breaker taking on Dolph Ziggler. That's right. Dolph Ziggler is main event in a pay-per-view in 2022. Right. It's a stacked card. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited for it. Every time I've watched the, the new NXT 2.0, whatever, as much as I don't like the flashiness and some of the things that they've done, this feels like it, it. And I think I said this from the start, Scott, this feels like the, the, the good chunks of the new generation, mm. you know, even though everyone shits on, you know, that period of time in wrestling, cause there was a lot of garbage, when they shined, they shined really bright. Right. Yeah. Now, uh, it's still it's still weird that Takeover is gone. Like they don't say that anymore. It died with NXT Black and Gold. And this is actually the first event that's outside of their new area that they're in in Orlando. So it should be interesting to see. You know, getting. 15, 16,000 people for NXT 2.0. I'm, I'm very interested to see how the crowd responds. It's a WrestleMania crowd, so I'm assuming they're going to go ape shit because that's just what they do. But it, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. I have to get back into watching NXT more regularly. I know like maybe half their roster right now, so, but I'd be excited definitely for Ziggler, Braun Breaker. Of course, everyone's probably seeing what he's doing. But yeah, like like Gunther, who is that? Why did they change his name? I got to get back into this more regularly because they definitely still have a very talented roster, but this premier live event, premium live event uh, will probably be a, a good way for people like me to maybe get reintroduced to NXT and, and then uh, start to follow up more on what they're doing on a regular basis. Let me ask you, Scott, you said that they're recording this in Orlando, the CWC. Yes. Well, no, I mean, this will be in Dallas. Okay. Then okay. Will be in, this is the first one that they, that, that's outside of the CWC. Okay. Since, okay. since the pandemic, since they changed it to 2.0, this is the first one that's outside of that. So that's why I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see uh, just how, how rambunctious the crowd's going to be because you still fit, I think, a good, I don't know, two, 300 in the CWC. They've changed um, the seating arrangements and they've added more seating. But by doing so, they've they've they've, they've made the area around the ring literally like this big. <laughs> and people are still doing like to- uh, suicidas over the top rope and they have like this much of a lane to, to land in and they hit it every single time. But it's just like, Christ, you go off one one foot and you're cut in half. It's ridiculous. So are they are they going to be in like a small arena down in Texas or is this happening? It'll probably be at the the whatever the sporting arena is down there. Um, I don't Not remember AT&T. the name off top. No, no, it won't be a, it won't be at AT T Stadium. That would be that would be insane. Maybe old black and gold might get those numbers, but I I don't know. I'm, as I said, I'm just interested to see how 2.0 pulls because um, there's been lots of rumors people. People have been saying that the higher ups are not happy with it, that it hasn't been pulling its weight. And so I don't know. I mean, the, the, the shows have always been pretty good. Um, 
they have their their highs and lows, but leading into stand and deliver, it's yeah, looks pretty good. It looks like they're gonna be at the American Airlines Center. Okay, that makes Holds, sense. Yeah, with the Mavericks play, the Dallas Stars play. Yep. Holds so about twenty thousand. Twenty thousand. Okay, yeah. So all right, I wouldn't. Well, I mean, yeah, being WrestleMania weekend, it wouldn't surprise me if that sold out. So, I'd like to see a Mark Cuban appearance. That guy, right? Yeah, made for wrestling. True. Very true. Oh man, they would. They- <laughs> Pull him in. He'll be the he'll be there. Dan Lambert. Oh Christ! <laughs> I'm not wrong. He could do that. True. Who would win, Dan Lambert or Mark Cuban in a promo? Ooh, fantasy booking, guys. I, I I've seen <laughs> an, I've seen enough fish uh, Shark Tank uh, episodes. Cuban can Cuban can he can talk. So I don't know. Ooh, I don't know. Lambert would definitely be the more crude one of the two. That's for sure. But I don't know. I don't know who would win. Yeah, more entertaining, probably. Cuban would have to step up his character. It is true. That is true. So we'll be looking forward to that. I think that starts at, what, 1 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central? Uh, Actually, I think it starts at noon, I believe, maybe. I don't know. It's noon or one o'clock. It's 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 an early afternoon, and that'll probably be uh, probably a three hour pay per view, and that'll give us a little bit of time. And then, hey, look at that! WrestleMania Night One. There's another four hour extravaganza right for you. Yeah, I don't think I've sat down and watched this much wrestling in one night in a long since probably Mania. I think when we went to Orlando for thirty three, I believe night. We were in there, like we were showing up at Camping World Stadium for noon for the show to go for three. And I think it ended like at 11 30, 12. Yep. Cause I remember when I I flew home from that, I got into my house maybe five minutes before WrestleMania went live. So I just made it back. It's crazy. Did you keep your energy throughout the actual show or was it like we talked about seeing fans who like kind of die during some matches. If you get real high early on, how did it feel being there? And it, so despite us having our thoughts on the current product, being there is definitely, it's definitely, definitely something, you know, I look back and I think it was one of the better manias in recent years. I haven't watched it like on Peacock or I bought the DVD. Uh, I haven't watched it since, but I just remember being there and just, it was, you know, Scott knows, you know, WrestleMania as a little kid, that was like one of the coolest things out there. Yeah. When I got the call from our friend Andrew going, Hey, we're doing mania this year. Are you in? Like, I felt like, I felt like somebody had told me at 4am in the morning, that I had won the election, become president. Like that's, <laughs> that was what, that's the energy. I was just kind of like, well, we're doing this. Yeah. Like this, this is happening. And it just stays like, it stayed like that all weekend. Um, yeah. So it's always something that Scott and I will advise if you've never done it to do it. At least got to experience once. it. 
Yeah. yeah. And, and do like the whole weekend, like do access. <laughs> if you can do NXT, you know, if you don't want to do NXT, do the indie shows. Do just, just, just be there with the people. It's, it's insanity. I read something uh, a couple days ago that apparently for WrestleMania weekend, they're bringing in, I believe over $200 million of extra revenue for the Dallas area. That's a big insane. number. And that's, that's over a week. <laughs> it's like, that's insane numbers. wonder what the Cowboys do. Mm. A little less than that. <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say lose, but that's beside the point. Right? <laughs> Sorry, Matt. <laughs> um, no, um, the, the high point of that, just, I know we're getting a little off topic here, but the high point of when I went 33, I would say it was a great card across the board, had its lows. There were definitely bathroom matches, but there was really no WrestleMania moment except for one. And I'm, I was in line for food. Now, Zach, Zach I've never, ever heard of something like that. I thought the building exploded because I'm in line for food. I went away to the bathroom during the women's match. I think where Charlotte won. Yes, the triple threat. Yeah. So then the tag match, everyone's coming out and I'm in line for food, this and that, da, 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 da. And not even two minutes before I look at the guy in front of me and go, you know, this for this match to be good, like, like the company could really benefit from the Hardy Boys coming back right about now. Not even two minutes later, the music hit. Everyone in line for food booked, like the building exploded. I, I, it's, I can't, incredible. It was incredible. It's a moment I'll never forget. Being in that food line. Right. (laughs) Well, I, I screwed the food line after that. I booked it back down because they had still like three hours just to get to the stage. So I took photos. I was like texting all my friends and all my family. I'm like, yo, yo. And I'm like, delete, delete. Like everyone just getting delete texts from me. Cause that was, you know, when broken Matt was still going on. But definitely, definitely do it at least once. Mm-hmm. Um, Good advice. But let's get right into it. We have another two-night event, WrestleMania 38, the stupendous two-night event. <laughs> this is the fourth Mania held in Arlington. After 17, 25, and 32, 32 being the one that Scott went to. Yes, that was a lot of fun. Oh, man. But before we get into this, I know Scott has been really looking forward to this more than we have. Because this is the conclusion. (laughs) The epic finale to our, uh, I don't even know, our stupendous... We will crown our first ever Ship It Studios heavyweight champion of the world. And then for year two, we have a lot of interesting things in the works. And we will talk about that probably during our post show after WrestleMania night two. Um, our current standings has your boy first place with four wins. The Riddler who unfortunately could not make it with us tonight in second place with three. Sam, the SOB with two has an outside chance of tying. We'll talk about rule. We'll talk about tiebreakers in a moment. And unfortunately 
our good friend, Mr. Zach, with one win, unfortunately eliminated from the chance of winning, but he can play spoiler. Yes. Ruin somebody else's chance. So that I, I don't enjoy even, that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so it basically comes down to this. If I win either one of one or the other night, I went out right. Sam, if you run the board, you tie, and then you and I will go down to a tiebreaker. If Riddler runs the board, he wins outright. If he and I tie, then we go back to our tiebreakers. So for tiebreakers, I know we actually really didn't discuss this off air, and I'm, I'm stupid for not thinking of that beforehand. I was thinking that for our tiebreakers, you go back and see who got the most correct. So even though they won a night, you know, if, if whoever's tied with them finished terribly, that would obviously put them behind and vice versa. If they did really well, even though the other person came in wherever, if they did, I think that would, for me anyways, I think that would be a good idea. If you guys agree, we'll take majority. Unfortunately, Riddler is not here to agree mm. or not. So almost like, uh, let's almost like hockey rather than, okay. At that point, we're not just counting wins. We're counting goals. Correct. Goals for, yep. I was just thinking, I think that's, a, I think that would be a fair way to go. I haven't looked back, so I don't know if that gives me a better shot or gives you a better shot, Sam or Riddler. I haven't, honestly, I, I was thinking about this today um, while I was actually studying for my test. <laughs> I was like, wait, we need to do tiebreakers just in case. <laughs> so that's, that's, that's my thoughts. If you guys agree, I think that would be great. If not, then we'll figure something out later. Perfect. Yeah, that's that's good with me in case I tie and we have to figure that out how I win. Yeah, <laughs> it's those it's those Mario Party stars. That's true. Oh, oh, that's right. The extra stars at the end. That's true. Bonus stars. That's right. Those bonus stars. <laughs> so, yeah, so, it, it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing who's going to win. Um, obviously, selfishly, I want myself to win because to be the inaugural Ship at Studios heavyweight champion. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, but you'll have a big target on your back. Someone's gonna, everyone's gonna be gunning for you. That's very that true. First one. It's true. We'll see. We'll see how I do under pressure. <laughs> Plot twist, just so everyone knows, um, it is not Cody Rhodes is not going to come in here and steal everything and become the first ever <laughs> Ship at Studios champion. That is not what's about to go down here. It'd be very sad. <laughs> Want to get that out of the way. There's always surprises, Mania Weekend. I don't know. Shouldn't rule anything out. Somebody wants their ship at Studios moment. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Marketing rights itself, boys. That's true. I like it. So let's go to our handy-dandy favorite website, Wikipedia. <laughs> the most honest and truthful website out there. <laughs> Stone Cold Wrestling. Hulk Hogan, what? Um, <laughs> Scott, you have everything ready to go so we can I'm, keep track? I am ready to go, sir. Okay. Night one, April 2nd, we have seven matches. Well, both nights have seven matches. Uh, night one, with Becky Lynch taking on Bianca Belair for the wo Raw Women's Championship. Since Riddler cannot join us, um, do we want to say his before or do you want to leave his after? Um, I mean, we might as well kick off with him. He was able to graciously give us his picks before 
he had to go for a prior engagement. For this match, he picks Bianca Belair to get the victory and the revenge over Becky Lynch. I'll, I'll agree with my tag team partner there. This has been a long time coming for Bianca. Um, saw Bianca give Becky a nice haircut the other night. That on was raw. So yeah, that was crazy. After Be- Becky was obviously initially trying to cut off Bianca's would have been crazy, <laughs> but Bianca's Bianca's got to win. I, I will riot. if Bianca doesn't win. I've been waiting for this so long. I've been so angry ever since SummerSlam. So I'm ready for it. Let's go Bianca again at WrestleMania. So oh, I, oh, no, you can go, you can go because <laughs> I don't, I don't have a clue. I don't. Sam's thinking. I, I will, I will agree with the both of you. Um, definitely. It's been a long time coming and it'll be oh so sweet to see Bianca take out Becky Lynch. I was leaning towards Becky, but I know Bianca, who did Bianca wrestle last year to get the title? Sasha. It was Sasha. Okay. Um, again, since I haven't been following, I do know that they've been pushing Bianca to the moon. Um, and I think a win over Becky, Becky, who might, I would argue is the top woman in that division, um, would get her over even more so than last year. So, you know what? Clean sweep. So I'll go, uh, Bianca on that one. All right. No one trying to steal a point there. I, I think that's almost like the, the centerpiece on the board. <laughs> although, the although <laughs> WWE can WWE and they can completely screw us all over, but who knows? <laughs> I would be so angry. You wouldn't, I think, a lot of people. <laughs> oh, my God. I love Becky, of course, but I mean, come on. Bianca deserves this. It, yeah, definitely. Win over Becky at Mania? Jeez. All day. All day. Throw her up there. She deserves to be on, uh, on the top of the card. Mm-hmm. Following that, we have Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio taking on The Miz and Logan Paul. I'm going to jump in here and going off of my logic of we got celebrities. I'm going to say the Miz and Logan Paul get this. Despite Miz and Logan probably being the heels here. Oh, they are. <laughs> I just have a feeling with that kind of lineup. <clears throat> what you got, Mr. Zach? What you got? It's it's this this is tough for me. I do like your point about when you bring in a celebrity, I don't know what the stat is, but they probably have a very high win percentage when a celebrity's brought into WrestleMania. And I've loosely followed this storyline. Logan Paul's been showing up wearing a, a Rey Mysterio type mask. Looks like it's pretty funny. Um, and Scott's going to know all this stuff, but there was something about um, if uh, the Mysterios win, like Dominic will get earn his mask or something i saw something like that um or what happens if like miz and logan paul win if so 
I don't know. It sounds like some interesting uh, stipulations could be on the line here, and I don't know which way I want to go. I'm just going to go with the Mysterios, um, get get them their their win here, get a nice moment for Ray and Dominic, and um, some some nice uh, little mask passing on ceremony maybe to from Bray to his son. Yeah, because I I remember them talking about that. On, this pa- on the go home show for Raw, that Dominic won't wear a mask until he's earned it, which is a, a, a lucha libre tradition. So I, I and when I heard that, I was like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. Now, while Miz and Logan Paul would be an interesting win, with everything that Miz has been doing to Ray lately like with stealing the mask and and having logan paul bring it down it's just i feel like retribution needs to be needs to happen so i will agree with mr zach and i will say the mysterios will get the win here okay okay well with that so what what was um riddler's Riddler's pick he was Miz and logan paul so we have our first split even split i like it so just to kind of set the stage now um i'm gonna list off i found something that says every celebrity but this is like celebrities involved so the ones that come up on this article every wrestlemania match with a celebrity involved okay this is as of 2020 but let's first and foremost remember bad bunny last year oh my god Win. He was great. Aki Bono taking on Big Show. Aki Bono won that sumo rep match. That is mm-hmm. true. Butterbean and Bark Gun. Butterbean won. Granted, that was a boxing match. Piper and Mr. T in a small boxing bit, it looks like. Now, Mr. T. It was, was like a was. mixed mm-hmm. wrestling slash boxing rules. Yeah, that was yeah. weird. Mm-hmm. Um, Floyd Mayweather taking on Big Show. Floyd Mayweather won that one. Lawrence Taylor and Bam Bam Bigelow. Lawrence Taylor won that. The Battle of the Billionaires. He did not wrestle, but Donald Trump got the W on that one. True. Hulk Hogan, Mr. T, and Roddy Piper versus Paul Orndorff at the first Mania. Mr. T being on Hogan's side and being on the winning side. So that's all my logic. Uh, so it sounds like a celeb base, So has, has not lost at Mania. That's what it sounds like, right? From what that article stated, it pretty much I, I put celebrity. It's like any celebrity involved. Like, oh no, I just want them them in matches. That's all I need. But going off of that, granted, this could be the one. This could be the Undertaker loss. You know, streak. it would <laughs> never happen. This could be the streak. <laughs> I love how you put Logan Paul in the same sentence as the Undertaker. Like, what? I'm gonna get crucified for that. It's okay. By the Undertaker. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, why? There we go. Okay. Following that, we have Drew McIntyre taking on Happy Corbin in a singles match. This one makes me sad. Um, as everybody knows, I've been a Baron Corbin fan forever. 
And his end of days finisher has quickly become my absolute favorite finisher of all time. Number one, because it looks amazing the way he delivers it. And number two, it is the most protected finisher of all time. Even more protected than the one winged angel. Nobody. And I repeat, nobody has kicked out of this finishing move. And I have my heart ready to break because I feel Drew McIntyre will kick out of this move. And I'm going to cry. <laughs> um, I just hope I, I'm picking Drew because there's Corbin's going to snowball's chance in hell of winning this match. And as much as that pains me to say, I just hope that if Drew wins, that they protect Corbin's finisher and that he doesn't hit it during this match. Because I love the fact that even though he's nowhere near the top of the food chain when it comes to titles, the man still has a perfect record on his finisher, and I want that to continue. So I will pick Drew McIntyre in this matchup. Haven't they said that Happy Corbin hasn't lost since he what, hit the jackpot or whatever? Is that That right? is correct as well. Yes, he has been undefeated since he's become Happy Corbin. Um, take that as you will. I, I fully expect him to lose, but I just want that finisher to be protected. That's all I care about. <laughs> we have that on the record. Yes. <laughs> I'll agree with you with McIntyre. I, I think now is good a time as any to have been building up happy Corbin and his win streak. So I think McIntyre, um, obviously a big name, be the one to good one to end that streak at yep. WrestleMania. I don't know about the finisher though. It's, I'm just hoping. It's open prayer. That's all I want. That's all I want. This one, I'm not too familiar, but going off of everything since Drew McIntyre has come back and come to the main roster, Drew McIntyre, I feel like, correct me if I'm wrong, Scott, has he lost a Mania match since coming back to the main roster? Um, maybe last year. Let's double check. Because I know he beat Brock in 2020. He lost against Bobby. Okay, that's right, Bobby Lashley. Yeah, that no was problem. for the that was for the WWE Championship. Yeah. <sighs> okay, well that goes that logic. So, <laughs> but anyways, the way they push Drew, like. Again, he's become one of the faces of the company. I don't have to watch it to know that Drew McIntyre is in the roster anymore. Um, Going off of that, and I, uh, Hairline Corbin has never been a favorite of mine. I still, (laughs) but I can definitely see this. I can see McIntyre getting the W on this one. Somewhat McIntyre. All right. Riddler agreed with all of us. So, yet another point on the board, possibly for everybody. Or not a point. It doesn't matter. They're right. Exactly. <laughs> Nobody loses out. <laughs> so, next up, we have the Usos taking on Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs. Is that his guitar player? That is correct. 
Rick <sighs> Boogs knows how to wrestle. And I am going to take Nakamura and Boogs to upset the Usos. Wow. I hope so. I hope so. You know me, Scott. Ever since that, you know, WrestleMania 34. <sighs> in the words of Marlon Brando in The Godfather, look how they've massacred my boy. It's so sad. You know, one of the faces of New Japan Pro Wrestling and how they've treated him. I'm going to let you be Moses and uh, Aaron here. I'm going to leave. You're going to lead me to the promised land. <laughs> and I just, because I'm a Shinsuke fan since day one, even though something in my gut says the Usos, who I would argue might be the best tag team in WWE. True. True. But I hope this is Shinsuke getting something more than he's been given. So. Right. Lead me to the promised land here, Scott. <laughs> I will do my best. <laughs> I'm going to go with the Usos keeping it here. I think that they're going to keep the, they got to keep the tag titles with the bloodline and with Roman as the undisputed champion. And so you keep the tag titles with the Usos as well. Keep all those belts with the bloodline. I, <clears throat> I don't know if Shinsuke and Boogs be the ones to, to take the titles from the bloodline like that. So I'm going to stick with the Usos. Us. All right. All right. Your tag team partner agreed with you. So it looks like Good. we have our first ATR versus BTTR. <laughs> Finally. It's about time. Fourth <laughs> match. So match five for night one. This is going to be a I don't want to say difficult to watch, but it's definitely going to be a little odd with the circumstances. But we got the new day, Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston might be the first uh, mania big, big E is missing years. Um, taking on Seamus and Ridge Holland. Now, going off of that one bit that I saw, I'm assuming there's definitely played into some kind of What's the word? I'm not retribution here. Um, redemption for Biggie that they've been pushing for since this has happened. Yeah. And if anyone's going to get redemption for anybody, it's going to be the new day. So I'm going with the new day on this one. I agree. I'll also take the new day. I, I think that you got to have a happy moment for the new day here. Happy moment. Do it for Big E. Yeah, I agree. Um, like you said, ever since Big E's unfortunate injury, um, I, ha I have a feeling that New Day is going to find a way to, to overcome the odds because Seamus and, and Holland are going to have um, Butch out there, the, the man formerly known as Pete Dunn. <laughs> the exhale was what I was hoping for, and I got it. Um, so I don't know. I don't think I don't think Newsy Boy is going to get too you know get get involved too much, and if he does, I'm sure he'll get probably tossed. 
Uh, but yeah, I, I feel like it's going to be the new day that's going to take this, get their happy moment, like like Zach said, and, and um, like Sam mentioned, it's yeah, it's just it's time. Um, yeah, this I kind of feel bad for Sheamus because the man's been on fire lately. But I think at this point, it's it's pretty much it's new day is time to shine. And I don't know if I mentioned, but Riddler also agreed with New Day. So once again, everybody on the same board. <laughs> oh, everyone's going for Scott. Everyone's going for the jugular. They're trying. You can't take him down. They're trying. We're just going to. Can't beat him. Match him. <laughs> <laughs> Royal flush. Can't happen. Can't just let Scott coast to a win. We got to start shaking some picks up, maybe. <laughs> yes, we do. Well, talk about shake up. We have what possibly might be one of, if not the most interesting match. This mania. Seth freaking Rollins. Why do we have to? We can just say, why does it have to be his name? Yeah, I, I, I could get into tangents about that. But he's taken on to be announced. A wrestler of Vince McMahon's choosing. So, interestingly enough, to add to that, Mr. McMahon will announce Rollins' opponent on the night of the event. I've heard, and there was something posted this week on Rollins. There's a couple of things. I saw Rollins post a photo of Shane McMahon. He's uh, actually been doing that a lot. He he posted another one of Ali. He also posted one of Marco Stunt, who has now been, um, who's now a free agent after AEW did not re-sign him. So Seth's just throwing out names and the internet is just eating it up. And they're having a ball with this. Because I know uh, Shane McMahon's name is getting thrown around anyways. Yep. I I feel like with this, there's a lot of smoke and mirrors that are happening. And, and no, that wasn't fully intentional, only partly. Um, there's been things where they've flown Shane McMahon into Dallas. Now I saw a report earlier today that Cody might back out of WrestleMania 38 because everybody thinks that. that he's in it. Yeah. So I, I'm telling you, it's pure smoke and mirrors. There is no way. And I will, I will go on the record. There's no way that this is not Cody Rhodes coming out to his AEW theme, keeping the whole shebang going. And I think it's going to be Seth and Cody. And Cody, I think, will get the win because Seth will be too shocked by it. Because if you remember, um, well, for those of you who watched Raw, Vince had a meeting with, with Seth at WWE headquarters and told him to not disappoint. Those, those little things that I always that I always try to look for in these little videos, vignettes, and stuff and such. I have a feeling that if he loses to Cody, something's gonna happen to Seth. And it makes the raw after media even more intriguing for me. Ooh. Way to way to sell it. Way to <laughs> hype up this match, Scott. I'm excited now. I would agree with you that it's going to be Cody and that Cody will win. Um, interesting that you, you say that it'll, he'll come out to the AEW theme now. 
Scott, was this off of the conversation you and I had? Kind of. Possibly, yeah. <laughs> so, Zach, what I we had this conversation. He's talking about, oh, yeah, Cody, you'll come out to his old music and da-da-da-da-da. And I'm like, in Ring of Honor, in New Japan, in an AEW kingdom, Cody Rhodes' theme song has been played. I think Cody Rhodes owns that. Correct. So if they're really pushing for Cody Rhodes to come to WWE and they're going to throw the money that they're saying they're going to throw at him and they're really going to push him. I mean, I'll tell you right now, cool. Cody Rhodes comes out to smoke and, you know, was it smoke and marriage result? Oh, cool. It's Cody Rhodes. Imagine the chill you will get down your spine hearing kingdom play him walking out. We're already hearing the Hardy Boys music on AEW, which still is, I think I have, I smell burnt toast every time I hear it now. I'm just like, is that possible? It is. So that's why he says Cody's going to play with his AEW music. And you know what? I, I, I'm going to go with everyone else and say it is Cody. And Cody comes out and wins. However, with my, like CM Punk, I will be doubting Thomas here and say, until I see it, I'm not going to believe it. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, I, I definitely, there's still that doubt in my, in my mind as well. Um, it's like at this point now, it's like 1%. And unfortunately that 1% is like overshadowing the 99% of me. That's why, no, it's going to be Cody. It's going to be Cody. <laughs> but yeah, the moment I, if I hear wrestling has more than one Royal family, I'm going to lose my shit. <laughs> It's going to happen. If it was Shane McMahon, though, that would be the most epic troll job in history. I I wouldn't surprise me if like half the crowd left. (laughs) You know what? And that's my other thing, too. That's why I'm like, I don't know. So looking at the company's history, first and foremost, AEW, when Tony Khan says he has something special, it's always been something special. It's not, I'm going to troll you out of my, you know, out of my fucking ass. It's here you go. Lose your fucking mind. Whereas WWE's like, oh, we got something special to show you. And you're like, maybe. <laughs> oh, cool. It's Rene Dupree. <laughs> Don't knock Rene Dupree. Oh, not to on. knock him, but it's like, or like, you know, it's like you're waiting for something really big, a right. big build up. Yeah. It's like they troll intentionally. <clears throat> oh, they definitely do. They definitely do. Raw's numbers have been much higher than they were before because the teasing began. Like they started with the subtle wording of like when, when Seth lost to Kevin Owens um, because Seth thought of the great idea of taking the KO show so he could interview Stone Cold Steve Austin. And you have Corey Graves going, oh, my God, this whole thing has turned into a nightmare. And I'm like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> and then you had The Miz before that with, with Logan Paul, before he announced Logan Paul was his teammate. He said that his team partner was dashing and from, you know, like royalty. And I'm like, son of a bitch, don't do this to me. So they do a good job of trolling the shit out of people. And I love, I love looking at Twitter after Raw's when Cody doesn't show up and people are furious. I'm like, guess what? I'll see you next week. <laughs> and, they're there, and they're there. They're waiting. 
So I think WWE, WWE has done a wonderful job of pulling this along. But if they don't pull the trigger at WrestleMania, they're in trouble, honestly. I think they're going to get a lot of upset, more than normal upset people if he doesn't show up. Mania should be where he shows. However, I will take Raw after Mania. That's true, but I feel like this would be the perfect time because there's also, I heard some other talk that the winner of this match will be next in line to challenge whoever's the champ. Are you telling me we're going to go to WrestleMania Backlash in Providence? Uh, uh, maybe. <laughs> That's what, like two weeks before we go to Vegas? <laughs> yeah, but if Cody Rhodes is going to wrestle the main event two minutes that way? Yeah. How could you not go? Right. <laughs> Cheapest hotel I've ever stayed at. Um, so I'm assuming we're all on the same page here? Yes, because uh, Riddler as well picked Seth and Cody with Cody getting the victory here as well. So now, last match of night one. The SmackDown Women's Championship. Charlotte Flair taking on Ronda Rousey. Riddler kicked things off and picked Rousey to become the new SmackDown Women's Champion. You know what? I would agree with it. If this is her comeback match, is this her comeback match? She's had matches, but this is her first actual title match. Okay. Going off of that, yes, <laughs> that burnt toast I smell. <laughs> you know what? One of you guys can take this because I'm thinking here and I'm trying to weigh this in. All right, Mr. Zach, what you got? I really want to pick Charlotte. I don't know. Maybe it's just because I'm not excited for this match at all. And I just want to do something different that's not expected. But then as you think about the actual match, it's hard to imagine Charlotte winning unless it's, I don't know, maybe some kind of screwy finish that allows Charlotte to retain. (laughs) Uh had the title change with Bianca before. Um, I'll I'll stick with I'll stick with uh, Rhonda, even though I just said all that. You mentioned screwy finish. Is nobody has money in the bank uh, briefcase? Correct. 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 Okay. You know what? I'm going to do the honors here. And I'm going to say Charlotte Flair. Please do. Yeah, because you you still have a chance of winning this thing. So I want you to take the point here. So what I'm going to... Well, hear me out. Hear me out. WrestleMania 34. 
it was expected that Roman Reigns was going to beat Brock Lesnar for that title. Roman Reigns did not win that title till SummerSlam. One of the few times where WWE was like, yeah, no, Brock is keeping that belt for another handful of months. They might pull the trigger at SummerSlam for Ronda Rousey, and that might even that might be better for her. So I'm going to say Charlotte. Going off of a win I like here. that pick. See, now you got me thinking. Because I'm like, no, nah, I got this. <laughs> I already know who I'm going to pick. We're all good. Now I'm just like, well, shit, that makes good sense. God damn. You know how embarrassing it will be, Scott, if you blow this? This lead you have going into mania. Don't, don't, don't. I believe me. I've been doubting myself this entire time. Laces out, Dan. <laughs> no. I just don't want you to make the wrong choice, Scott. Do I pick Finkel or Einhorn? Which one? Finkel. Oh, God. Well, I mean, honestly, the build for this has been awful because their promos have been awful. It's been some of the worst stuff on SmackDown. Ronda doesn't know how to not talk a million miles per hour. And and Charlotte feels like she doesn't want to be there with Ronda. (laughs) So I don't know if there's actual animosity between the two. (sighs) I honestly don't know anymore and i'm gonna hate myself for doing this but i'm gonna pick ronda i'm gonna pick ronda i love hearing the doubt (laughs) in your voice the guy who's been winning every every pay-per-view cleaning up just coasting to victory and now we're at the very end we're at wrestlemania and he is doubting himself that is great heel work by me, if I say so. Keep in mind, Zach, prior to you and Riddler being involved in these, he and I would watch AEW pay-per-views, and he would always get on on top. And I'm like, okay. And then we're like, okay, this pay-per-view is going on tonight. We're going to do a pre-show. And half the time, I wouldn't even watch the show because I had other things going on anyways. And I'd give my picks. And he's like, you got all but one right. How he get like half of them wrong? He's like, I don't understand, and it would infuriate him. Mm. This is Scott's moment. Scott wants to go over here. <laughs> he just can't. I watch every second of every episode. Sometimes I watch the segments more than once because I thought I missed something, and he Man still studies me. And it's just like. In. I, 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 am, I, am, I am grabbing defeat from the jaws of victory. <laughs> and I swear to God, if this happens this weekend, <laughs> oh my God, I'll be so pissed. <laughs> I need to win. I need to win. <laughs> he wants it so bad. Oh my God. Oh my God. And that's only night one. And we didn't even talk about the KO show yet. Oh, yeah. Let's let's talk about that. Let's go right into that. Since I don't even know if you want to consider, you know, add points to this. Or no, just... it's, not a, it's not a match. 
Um, plus, Riddler didn't give any information, so I don't think it's fair to do something with him not being a part of it. But still, like, who goes over during this whole thing? Is it is it the obvious Stone Cold because KO's done nothing but shit on Texas for the last two months? Or does KO miraculously get the last stunner on Austin and ends with a beer bash on the rattlesnake? Two outcomes. Two outcomes I can give you here. The unprecedented, one of them not so much, because I think this might be the route they might go for the happy-go-lucky putting Kevin Zoller but not touching Stone Cold. Um, I'll go with that one. So my thoughts are maybe they're both out there. Um, somebody comes out there and starts shit talking Texas and Canada or something like that, or I don't know. I can imagine this being like a WrestleMania. Was it thirty? Am I thinking thirty-two? Where Shawn Michaels, Mick Foley, and Stone Cold came out. That was thirty-two. Yep, that yeah. was a crazy moment. <laughs> So I could see them both going over by whoever comes out. They should talk them. Um, it's a happy-go-lucky moment. They share a beer or whatever. They both stunner whoever it is. Everyone's happy, except for the fans. But everyone's happy. Well, I mean, Austin's delivering a stunner in Texas. I'm pretty sure they'll be very happy with that. <laughs> now, option two, which would be really interesting. KO stuns Austin ending night one. There's no way you're going to leave Austin stunned leaving WrestleMania night two. We're talking about one night where they're there. And if Owens gets over night one, why wouldn't you have Stone Cold? Close the show out. No, I wouldn't say close the show out, but stun him in Arlington. Leave him for dead. <laughs> Just two ideas to think about. So like <laughs> night two, Owens would come back out and to gloat or something. And then Austin would come out again to to give him the beating. Or or would they actually they'll do the KO show night one and then they'll announce like on night two, oh, they're they're gonna actually have a match. Night two, I didn't even and think about Austin that. Beats him. <sighs> right? It's getting hot. Starting to sweat a little bit. Nope, there's a toast. <laughs> that might be a lot of time though to dedicate to to those two guys, giving them the ending spot with their even though it's just a talk show, whatever, but the closing segment on night one and then giving them whatever a match or whatever on night two might be too much. What? But it's Austin in Texas. What? What? No <laughs> cold. What? Drinking a beer. What? Two beers. What? Three beers. What? A margarita. What? No <laughs> cold stutter. What? One, two, three. What? <laughs> I think with especially since he can't go like he used to. Mm-hmm. I think if they did like a quick, if it became a match and it was like five minutes, that's all you really need. Yeah. yeah. The fan uh, Texas, the fact that 
Austin would be wrestling again to begin with would be enough. Five minutes of Stone Cold in Texas at Mania. Yeah. That'd be the biggest moment of the weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Just, yeah, I, uh, think it'll, I think it'll just be the, um, the most predictable outcome. I'll go with that of Stone Cold stunnering KO to end night one after he gets fed up with KO continuing to talk shit about Texas or whatever. Mm. Fair. That is, um, I didn't really think about anyone else coming out though. You were kind of mentioning that, Sam. Um, there's probably is a pretty good chance someone else or multiple people could come out during this. Yeah, I'm... <sighs> I didn't even know who would. Um... Sean Michaels. She... Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> but like if you want somebody to get physical, who would you? But you need somebody who's gonna come in there to get put, you know, who's gonna put them both over. If you really want to be a dick, and it would not happen, but in bizarro world, <laughs> in bizarro world, after he gets inducted into the hall of fame, big papa pump shows up. <laughs> And puts the heat on both of them. I need me some Steiner math this weekend. <laughs> God damn it, I need it. <laughs> Again, not gonna happen. But you need, uh, unless you have somebody come out and help Stone Cold to take out Kevin Owens. The, there are m- millions of ways they could go about this. It's true. It's they could also go the WWE route and just forget that this even happened and never announced it. Oh no! Oh no! This will happen! Oh no! <laughs> I'll be like Triple H. I'll write a strongly worded letter <laughs> and go tell my friend Mark that we'll yell about it on the internet. <laughs> yeah. So as fun as night one's gonna be. Night two looks to be, if not as exciting, possibly more exciting. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, night one, another seven matches as of right now. That's true. As of right now. (laughs) Because we got the best book machine with us. You know, anything can happen. Very true. Um. Kicking off night one, we got, and actually, before I start this, we don't have any pre-shows, do we? We're going right into Mania. As of right now, yeah, I don't think they've talked there's, about any pre-show. There's got to be a, there's got to be a pre-show, right? They just haven't. I'm trying to remember. Uh, did they do? Did they have pre-show matches last Mania? Let's During the the epic rainstorm, <laughs> they did not. Okay, so maybe maybe hmm. they won't. They'll, they'll probably okay. have every promo and every video known to man for for uh, for this to come out, which is going to be fine because WWE does amazing video work. Uh, so I'll, I'll have no problem watching those 8,000 times leading into <laughs> WrestleMania Night 2. Okay, well, opening Night 2, we got Queen Zelina and Carmella 
taking on Sasha Banks and Naomi, Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan, and Natalia and Shayna Baszler in a fail forward for the Women's Tag Team Championship match. Mm-hmm. I don't know, looking at this, I really couldn't tell you. I'll just say, you know what? Because she should be on the top and should remain on the top of the card. Rhea Ripley, Liv Morgan, get the titles. Boom. Done in the books. All right. I I like all four of these teams, really, um, how they pair all everyone just individually who's in the match. Could go a few different ways. I but I do I will actually agree with you, Sam. I'll go with Rhea and Liv. I think both of them individually are so popular right now. They've done well as a team. I think you got to get them over here. Love that team. They are a fun team. And, and, and Rhea's, Rhea's been wilding lately with her pins. Getting the internet all flustered. Hot and bothered. Right? Oh, my goodness gracious. Um, I'm split between two teams. We the, fir- the first one. Oh, here we being, go. Scott doubting himself again. I know this is what happens. I've gotten here and I'm, I'm stumbling going across this finish line. Um, Riddler picked Rhea and Liv as well to, mm-hmm. win, to win this match. Part of me feels that that's a good pick. The other part of me is feeling Sasha Banks and Naomi. Some team really? bad history here. They're both a really good team. Part of me also thinks that Sasha will turn on Naomi because that's what Sasha Banks does. So I'm going to pick Rhea and Liv. <laughs> ah, you teased me. <laughs> if I was to pick a close second on this, I might even say only because I'm a big fan. And I think her tag team partner is also solid. I would have said Shayna Baszler and Natalia. I low key like that team a lot too. I do too. They've, but the, the only problem with them is they've literally just got thrown together like two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. And Natalia's one of the older talents on here. And I don't see her getting a belt. Everyone else seems to. No, even Zelina's been around for a while. Mm hmm. Uh, Rhea and Liv are the youngest ones, I think, on the roster. I believe so, yeah. So I would, I, I don't know. Maybe it's their time to shine. All right. Well, we're all on the same board for that one. Let me ask. Now, more celebrity matches. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah. How did I forget about this? Oh, night two. Going off of my logic. Especially since Johnny Knoxville got brain damage filming Jackass Forever. I'm going to go with Knoxville. I don't have to say anymore. <laughs> the guy's a psychopath, and I yeah. love him. Yeah, I just watched Jackass Forever the other night. I enjoyed it very much. Uh, Knoxville did get messed up by that bull. But, and again, Sam's point about celebrity records. And I'm going to have another one lose here. I'm going to actually pick Sammy because because I think think Knoxville will do some crazy bump 
that will allow Sammy to win. Like, I don't know how crazy WWE would allow him to get. I don't think they'll allow him to get maimed by a bull at WrestleMania. But I don't know, something crazy, getting thrown off of something, getting hit with some crazy stuff. Um, Because we didn't get that in the Royal Rumble. I was expecting Knoxville to go through a table that exploded or something like that. So I think there's they got to do something big here. Sammy will just destroy Knoxville. And also, like, the stuff that Knoxville's been getting over pretty good on Sammy, like with the giving out Sammy's phone number that's been going on for a while. Sammy keeps, like, posting out stuff like, look at all these people FaceTiming me, call me. It's been miserable. That's been pretty funny. So I think also that that Knoxville has been getting the better of Sammy, it seems, for most of this run. I'm going to let Sammy win here after Knoxville does some ridiculous stunt. Sammy always wins. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I will uh, say that Riddler did pick Johnny Knoxville as well. But for my pick, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's story time with Scotty J, baby. (laughs) Oh, boy. This is what I want for this match. A cinematic match does not show up in the ring until the end maybe maybe not even that but i want this fight to go the entire the entirety of night two i want there to be jackass style um pranks to be done i want that giant hand to come and slap sammy across the face we'll, and i swear to god it better be like will smith because it'd be absolutely hysterical um i just want little things throughout the entire night like I know it won't happen because it's going to be probably a traditional match. It's an anything goes match. So actually you never know. Maybe it won't be, but I just want something crazy to happen and have this match last like three quarters of the night. That's, that's just what I want, but I'm picking Johnny Knoxville to win um, because he's going to have his whole entourage there. And Sammy has nobody. That's poor just Sammy. my thoughts. I know. Poor <laughs> well, he did it to himself. <laughs> The other thing I, I, if Johnny Knoxville was not a celebrity, what I would say, and I don't say this about a lot of heels often. In some ways, Sami Zayn in his current form benefits losing because he plays off his idea of there's a conspiracy against him. Yes, absolutely. So Johnny Knoxville coming in out, you know, somebody from the outside, somebody like that couldn't have beat me. He needed help from somebody. Somebody had to train him. I don't care that he's 50 something years old doing stunts. Vince McMahon's out to get me. Right. This is why when this whole thing first started between these two, I needed the belt to come off of Sammy. I did not want this match to be for the Intercontinental Championship because I do not want celebrities winning championship titles. We all know what happened in WCW. David Arquette won the heavyweight championship. That stain has still not come off that title belt. (laughs) So I never want a celebrity. They they can come in for WrestleMania. They can have their fun. That's all good and fine. They can get their dubs. The reason why I didn't pick um, uh, the celebrity in night one is because I knew Johnny would win night two. There had to be a split. You can't have both win. Something has to something has to go off. Something has to go wrong. So Logan Paul, sorry, you're getting the L here. We will see. <laughs> I'm taking it home, damn it. 
Or they both lose. Or Change both it up. Lose. Yeah, pretty much. Change up the formula. I got nothing to lose here. All right. I'm, I, I can't win. You're playing but... spoiler. You're playing spoiler. Steal those <laughs> points away from everybody else, and That's I right. still win. <laughs> but, but it is not the end, but is the beginning because after this night, after night two is over, the next year begins. It's true. So everyone starts getting at zero. That's fine. That's fine. But I just need to hold that title belt going into night zero. <laughs> as long as you don't blow it at WrestleMania. Swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> so following that, we have actually... This is one of those matches that is really, really intriguing. Pat McAfee taking on Austin Theory. Going back to probably could be might be better than Bad Bunny's appearance at a WrestleMania. Pat McAfee taking on Adam Cole. What a match. What a match that was. The fact that like everyone's kind of like, oh, cool. They're going to let Pat McAfee go over. But you were like, yo, he did his homework. And Austin Theory was the face of of Evolve Yep. when WWE bought them. And Austin Theory's done nothing but wonderful things. And I'm convinced by this point, this is is Vince's guy. You want to talk about, you got Brock Lesnar, you got Roman Reigns or Seth Rollins. You got the other kid that they just... um, they just signed on that NCAA kid who looks like Brock. You know which one I'm talking about. Oh, um, um, Stevenson. Yes. Yeah. This looks like of he looks like a Vince guy. Um, and he's like 23, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would not be disappointed either way this match goes, but I think due to where Austin is right now. And Pat McAfee's really just commentary. You know, it's great that he wrestles, but he's pretty much just commentary at this point. I think it would be beneficial for Austin Theory to get a win here and really start his ascent up the card. Solid logic. Yeah. But does does a win over McAfee allow him to ascend up the card, like beating an announcer? I don't know if that... I don't know. I'm going with McAfee here because um, I have to pick some celebrity to win. Um, <laughs> I guess he's not necessarily just a celebrity anymore because he works for the company. But yeah, I'm going to get Austin Theory getting that big leg of Pat McAfee. McAfee's going to win it. That punt kick to put out Austin. And, and the fact that Austin Theory has been just that annoying pest to Pat on SmackDown, even though Austin Theory is a raw wrestler. He's been coming over to SmackDown, attacking Pat. Pat attacked him back once, nearly got fired for it. Still don't know if that's actually kayfabe or if that was actually legit. <laughs> um, but no, Pat's not going to, he's not going to lose in the biggest stage of, of them all. It's not going to happen. Pat, I loved 
the whole thing with Pat and Adam Cole. And that was a three year slow burn to get to that glorious match that happened between them. Adam made him look like a billion dollars. Pat looked phenomenal by himself. So I fully expect this to be a good match. I know how good Austin Theory is. And I think that I think Pat's going to going to surprise some people again. And I think this time, I think he's actually going to get the victory. So Sam's all alone on his island because Riddler also picked Pat McAfee to win. That's fine. I don't like disappointment. <laughs> oh. I don't like disappointment when it's on your face. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. <laughs> Mad Our shit feuds are tonight. peaking at WrestleMania as well. <laughs> I peaked at five, too. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to peek at a paper. That was I really good, peek. Scott. <laughs> Scott did that with his mouth. That was not a soundboard. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty much a pretty much a soundboard himself. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I wasn't sure where you were going to go with that. <laughs> so glad you kept the PG. Thank you. <laughs> so match four. We have uh, a triple threat for the broad tag team titles. RK Bro, the Street Profits, and Alpha Academy. This is a tough one. Um, you know what? For argument's sake, I'm going to say the Street Profits get this one. I'm going to say that because um, did they win the titles last year at Mania? This is how bad my memory's been. Did they wrestle at Mania last year? They did not. Who can remember things like that? I could barely remember yesterday. So yeah, believe me, you're all right. <laughs> they did not. But I think it would be beneficial for them to get a win at Mania. Um, I don't know where RK-Bro is, if they're like on the verge of splitting or if they're like a, they're a unit that's not going anywhere. They are a solid unit right now. Randy has actually gone on the record of saying this is the most fun he's had in his like 20 something year career. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Right. Yeah. I did not think they would last this long. Yeah. I did. This, I, especially after they, when they lost the titles the first time, I was like, all right, we're, here's the inevitable break. The RKO is coming. Where is it? But no, Randy stuck by him. And I was just like, well, oh, shit. They won the titles back, and it's like, all right, here we go. <laughs> I'm going to agree with Sam, though. I'm going to pick the Street Profits, mainly because I want to. And um, RK Bro has to end sometime, so I'm just going to keep picking against them. All right. Well, Riddler did pick the Street Profits as well. <laughs> I was just going to say, here comes the doubt. But for me, for me, I'm going to tell all of you to shoosh. I'm going for the Academy. Chad Gable and Otis will retain their raw, or retain, will regain their raw tag team champions. Oh, thank you. My boy Otis needs okay. a tag title on him again. Mm. 
but uh, you might be wrong. You know what? To be able to actually just say that on a podcast, I'm all right. I'm happy. I get by this point, I will have wrapped up my championship, so it doesn't matter. Now I'm just having I'm just picking for fun. Good old Russell Wilson over here, Super Bowl 49. Hey, you know, I'm running the ball. I'm running. I'm not I'm not passing at the one yard line. It's not gonna happen. You sure? Here's a dream match that people have been waiting for a long time. Match five. Again, I don't know if anybody's gonna. I, I, I don't. I don't think I care who wins this. Edge, AJ Styles. Like Riddler picked AJ to win this match. I agree with my tag team part. I've seen some of what Edge has been doing, some pretty sadistic heel promos and stuff. But, but so it's so it's really making it feel like AJ is being going to be built up for a big WrestleMania win. Um, so I think AJ needs that here more than Edge. It's kind of how I feel. So I'm going with AJ. Hmm. <laughs> Edge has been doing heel work. Is that what I'm hearing? Oh yes, he's got a new theme. He comes out. Everything is like super dark blue. Oh yeah, different theme. Uh, it's 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 incredible. His promos are next level. It's amazing. I love watching it. So they're uh, that's all I need to know because if this was heel, if this was he, I mean a face Edge and anti-hero heel AJ. I would have said this was Edge going over. Or even some. You know what? I'm going to follow suit. I'm going to follow suit. I'm going to say AJ. I don't think he's ever needed a win. Even though he's, you know, headlined the Tokyo Dome a couple of times. You know, the guy is a multi-world champion. But if that's if that's the route they're going, that I don't know what the benefit would be for Edge be being a heel and then winning at Mania in this particular um, case. I could be wrong, but I will I will follow suit with the the BTTR guys on this one. Killing me, killing me. It's funny that, and this is the thing, Scott, you again are the only person who watches the product and you're the one who's just like, we could, we could say, well, he looks like shit at this point. You'd be like, Hmm. I, I, I would assume your insight would have, would be uh solid on this. I mean, yes. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely, <laughs> I, I'm definitely picking AJ to win this because yeah, it's just, it's been a, it's been a masterful story building this whole matchup um part of me though still part of me feels still feels that edge might eke this out um but i i will it's literally 51 49 right now and i'm telling you probably by sunday my mind will have changed but it'd be too late so i'm gonna stick with aj but i would not be surprised if edge wins this and if he does you will damn well hear me talk about this Come Sunday night. 
it's funny you say that because I'm kind of, that's kind of where I'm leaning. You know, AJ will win, but something tells me they're not going to let Edge lose that mania. Right. Uh, AJ wins the match. Edge wins the segment. If you follow what I'm saying. We all good on that one? We all good? Oh, yeah. We're good. Dead, dead silent. We're good. Match number six. Bobby Lashley taking on almost. I'm going to say it right now. The guy's a monster. This guy needs to have a title on him. Almost wins. End of story. Boom. Oh, okay. That's a Vince McMahon monster right there. Fair enough. He is a legitimate monster. <clears throat> and I'll agree with you with Omos. They just picked uh, Lashley just emerged to be Omos's opponent. That just happened on Raw a few nights ago, right? That's what I saw. That is correct. When I tuned into Raw for the first time in a while. <laughs> so kind of random. Lashley hadn't been around in a while, right? So kind of a bit of a cool return, but just kind of randomly all right here's Lashley here Omos's WrestleMania opponent that'll be a huge opponent for Omos to beat so I think that is good for him but Omos has got to win does he though Scott does he though (laughs) don't do this to yourself Scott all right just (laughs) you have this in the bag (laughs) don't blow it I know, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm torpedoing myself, and you love to see it. Um, Lashley went down with his injury, costing the title at Elimination Chamber. He's been gone at MIA since. He comes back on Raw, is the first person to ever knock Omos off his feet. <sighs> Having him try to put on the uh, the hurt lock would be a WrestleMania moment in its own right, because Omos is a beast of a man. And as much as my heart hurts me to say this, I too will pick Omos. But Bobby, I want Bobby to win, but to protect my points. <laughs> Need to be defensive and pick up us. <laughs> Scott's playing to not lose. That's not right. To win right now. <laughs> that strategy never works. The prevent defense. I know. <laughs> the best offense. Well, yeah, the best offense is the best defense. So there you go. <laughs> We're fine. We're fine. There's nothing wrong. It's literally just flames all around me. It's fine. Not watching my title aspirations completely burn away no but somebody will in this main event scott oh boy oh boy title for title what is this 1990 rock lesnar roman reigns winner takes all match to unify the wb championship and the universal championship thank god that universal title name is gone maybe maybe don't do that to me maybe (laughs) Not if anything, they need to bring back big gold, rightfully so. This one here, um, if you're gonna unite the title, 
and you've had somebody holding a title for a very long time. And he's been untouchable. To me, this almost feels like this. I'm going to get shit on here for this one, but I think Scott will get what I'm saying. Roman Reigns almost feels like Hogan back in the late 80s. Untouchable. He's held the title for how long at this point? Over 500 days. He's now the sixth. 578. He is the sixth longest title holder of all time. He still needs like 400 and something to pass Pedro Morales because I think Pedro has 1,027 days. And that's only the fifth longest title reign. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going to take off my glasses for this one because you not you, Scott, know this is a serious. I'm Uh-oh. I'm convinced, and I know Brock's been playing face, and you tell me it's the greatest thing ever, which is great. But I think Roman. They need to pull the trigger and solidify him as the company, the company's wrestler to be able to take over Brock, unify the titles. And it's funny because I'm only thinking about this now, as I say this, um, going from somebody that everyone could not stand to an untouchable and incredible athlete. Um, I think he needs to be solidified as the top guy the untouchable he needs th- this is his moment to become the hulk hogan i'll say i'm gonna use hogan because even even i love rock i love stone cold bret hart hogan was the one again in the 80s the guy was fucking untouchable yep doing this i think does that and then whoever takes the belt off of him down the road is gonna be an ungodly win Correct. First said talent. Correct. So go I, ahead, crucify me in Twitter on anywhere. <laughs> whoever listens to this, that's fine. <laughs> that's what I'm, that's, I'm sticking to that. Mr. Zach, what do you got? I will acknowledge him. I will acknowledge Sam. I will acknowledge my tribal chief, Roman Reigns. <laughs> He takes them. So I'm just, I'm just curious then what happens after with these unif- these two belts, does that, are they, are they bringing in a new belt for somebody else to have? Cause Roman isn't going to drop any of these, or does that give you an opportunity to allow Roman to lose a match so he can lose the one belt? that he's going to win here at some point or does he like vacate it immediately or some at some point like what the hell is going to happen with that that's going to be interesting you don't want to have both belts tied up with one guy I mean making him in this huge moment like Sam was saying that makes perfect sense but but what do you what do you do having this guy having two belts for ever well, I think, uh, honestly, I think Brock, during his promo on Raw, said it perfectly. 
the two belts will get married and have a baby. They will have a new unified heavyweight championship. I think they will retire both belts for now and have this new belt come out probably on Raw after after Mania. Uh, I, too, will pick Roman because this is my, my theory. I firmly believe that Roman will pass Pedro Morales to become the fifth longest ever champion. To do so, he will have to take on all comers from both Raw and SmackDown throughout the year. They're going to build this man like they did with Kenny Omega and have everybody try to come out and beat him, but nobody can. Leading towards next year's WrestleMania, when he takes on his cousin, The Rock, and then defeats The Rock to become the true head of the table. And then after that, continue on until the next WrestleMania, where I think whoever that challenger is will be the one to take the title from Roman. And by that time, I believe, if my math is correct, have another two full years, that'll That'll be 40. That'll put him uh, firmly in fifth place, if not close to fourth. And that will be WrestleMania 40. Correct. Hmm. So whoever whoever is going to be challenging Roman at WrestleMania 40 will be the biggest face and have the biggest like rocket strapped to their back. I don't know who it's going to be, but I hope they have someone in mind. Correct. I would I would have no problem watching Roman be champion for years and just decimate everybody until whoever I would probably say whoever wins the Royal Rumble, the Men's Royal Rumble. Uh, leading into WrestleMania 40, whoever that's going to be is going to be the one that to ride this home. They better find someone worthy. I hope so too. <laughs> I really hope they do. Um, but right now, we're just going to get to that just... point and not have somebody who, yeah, who everyone would be able to get behind and want to be the one to take it off that guy. Ron Breaker. He's a Steiner, for God's sakes. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. Maybe Champa. <laughs> Both of you respond, reacted at the same time. <laughs> oh, perfect. For those of you who watch this on YouTube, you all, you will love that moment. <laughs> I feel Braun Breaker might be the more logical choice. Correct. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, but I fully feel like we're going to get some. Uh, at least on either the Raw or SmackDown after WrestleMania, we're going to get some uh, some NXT call ups that are going to be going to be up. Uh, I feel Braun's going to be one. I feel Champa's going to be one. Io Shirai will be another. I feel, um, and yeah, there could be there could be more, but there's there's a fresh batch of of people coming, and to see Tommaso Champa and Roman on on either side of the ring, him and Braun. I mean, take LA Knight, another one. Yeah, exactly. Take my money. Just, I mean, yeah. The next couple of years will be fine. Roman's not going to run out of opponents. There are going to be people who are going to be worthy enough to challenge, but who's going to be worthy enough to win? That's the big question here. 
And of course, we could all be wrong, and and Brock, it's LOL. Brock wins, and then we're all crying on Sunday night. <laughs> but so, do you think that they'll go with one champion moving forward? Yes, I feel wow, like Roman that's will be wild. on. Yeah, I feel I feel like Roman will be on both shows. Uh, the, the whole probably the whole bloodline. Um, Roman's gonna be fucking tired. Yeah, he could, and you know, we're hoping a prayer that that nothing else rears its ugly head when it comes to Roman. Uh, that he can continue being being all right. Um, who knows? We we might have pay per views where the champion doesn't actually wrestle, but we have a number one contendership match. I would be okay with that. They'll they'll figure out a way. They'll figure out a way to get this done because I think it's time for both the universal title and the current WWE championship to to go away. They're both severely ugly belts, and we need something we need something better looking than that. <laughs> You don't like that belt? I mean, like I, the, the WWE Championship's fine, but the Universal is just like, all right, let's just slap a different snakeskin on the back, and oh, look, it's a different title. It's How really do you mark those completely original title looks? <laughs> that's just my. That's just my thoughts. I, I, I would love, I would love to see Roman just run through everybody for for another year, two years. Thinking Great. about it now after talk because i looked at him like cool brock and roman but now we've sat down and talked about it i think i've hyped myself up <laughs> uh roman actually did a really good job um because i know you don't watch sam but if you can go back and find roman's uh promo from monday night this is very personal for him because he's actually never beaten roman reign i uh, never beaten brock lesnar one-on-one what how can that be true well, his two previous WrestleMania bouts, I think this is the third. I could be wrong. But there are two previous bouts at 31. Seth Rollins came in. Yep. Stole the title. Yep. WrestleMania 34. Brock pinned him clean, I think. Correct. So this is actually good long-term storytelling. Correct. From WWE. Right. Yep, there's the toast again. <laughs> but yeah. Never clean. So this should be, yeah, this this got very personal for Roman. And I thought it was actually one of his one of his best promos he's done. I mean, he's done really good promo work lately, but this I believe was really good. So if you have a chance, go back and find that. I'm sure it's somewhere with millions of views on it because You've been watching confused. it over and over again. Exactly. They can. Well, that's well. That's not really how the counter works, but <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, I, I as much as, as angry as I was at this match in the very beginning, the storytelling that they've done between it has actually completely won me over. And I'm like, all right, I'm ready for this match. This will be a lot of fun to watch. Did we all pick Roman on that one? We did, everybody. So, before we call this one, how, uh, what's the, uh, I feel like we all were pretty close on our picks. There's literally one or two that are off for pretty much everybody. Nobody exactly matched, I don't believe. Just looking at everything. No, no. No, no. Everybody's picks are all 
there's enough difference where there's there's going to be a one or two point victory here for everybody. Of course, night one's going to go to me so I can wrap up the title and then be like completely fine for night two. But that's no, you know, you're going to be sweating it out night two. Oh, my God. You're going to choke on night one and then you're not going to be able to sleep that night. Nope. Nope. No. <laughs> no. There, there, there will be there will be no sleep. No sleep. Who's sleeping. What is this sleeping you speak of? What is what? What are sleep? What are <laughs> Does not compute. <laughs> well, by the time this drops, by the time you hear this, the Hall of Fame will have passed, Supercard of Honor, Rampage, all the really, really exciting things leading into WrestleMania weekend. Guys, thank you so much for listening. If you don't do so, please make sure you follow us on Twitter at Above the Ring. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Above the Ring. Don't get to follow Mr. Zach and Riddler back to the ring, another Ship It Studios high quality podcast you guys need to check out we are on all streaming platforms if there's something that you cannot find us on please let us know we will add ourselves on there on your streaming platform please make sure you like share describe subscribe describe leave a comment leave a review tell people why uh above the ring back to the ring and ship studios of the podcast if you're choosing why they should listen to us as well wrestlemania wrestlemania weekend is here guys thank you for listening don't forget to ship it and as always do not forget to join the bedlam Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.